Welcome to the Love to Hear a Podcast, a holistic health and wellness space created to make you feel good. Through our conversations about health, happiness, and self-love, we encourage you to live a life that you're obsessed with, inside and out. Happy New Year. Welcome back to Love to Hear It. We really missed you guys last week, uh, but we hope you had some rest and relaxation between the holidays and you are ready to get this new year started with some best self energy. Yes, happy new year, everyone, and welcome back to Love to Hear It, the place that everybody I know missed on our holiday break. But, you know, it's a new year, so it's time for us to set our goals and become better versions of ourselves and we're here to help you and also do it together. Yes, um, it's going to be really nice to have this support group this year because, you know, usually we're all kind of uh, have intentions that we want to set for the new year and we're doing it by ourselves. So it's nice that this year we are going to have a group to kind of talk about things together with Um, that being the love to hear it family but the idea that we had for January was um, talking about different uh, aspects that go into creating your best self so this month we're going to be talking about mindset health and wellness and just habit uh, formation and how to really stick to your goals and um, make them part of your daily, monthly, weekly, whatever life, as opposed to trying to make this like this short-term resolution. So that's what we're going to get into today of really making something into a routine, thinking about what habits you want to build in this new year to really step closer to being your best self and feeling like your best self and living your best life or, you know, whatever way you want to refer to it everything I'd love to hear it is about you know getting better growing faster stronger healthier wealthier whatever it is that you think that you can improve on in your life that might make you feel happier in the day-to-day that is part of the habit and routine setting that we're going to talk about today a lot of what you said Kelly is so closely related to, you know, starting the year off on the right foot. You know, you want to set these new routines for yourself. You want to hold yourself accountable for these new goals. And I think having accountability buddies, if you will, is so helpful along each and every person's journey, right? I think something that I really live by is, you know, what I practice and what routines I implement in my life is really contributing to my overall growth as a person and my relationships and my careers and my routines. And I think who we are, like the person that we are today, isn't the result of specifically what you did yesterday, right? Um, Who you are right now is really a result of all of your habits from previous experiences that you've done. And specifically, making these actions and leading yourself to these goals is going to help you find like the most success in your life. I was talking to somebody yesterday 
she was saying, I, I had made a comment about how I don't have a, a resolution yet. And I was like, oh, I'm going to start stretching every day. And that's going to be my resolution. She's like, I don't really like the word resolution. Shifting your routine is such a, so much more tangible and so much more conscious as opposed to like making, saying you're going to make one change. It's like, if you really want to make, like see shifts in your life, then you need to look at your routines and think of something that's going to be actually integrated into your life for the foreseeable future, as opposed to something that you're going to be trying to make yourself stick to every day for the next five months. Yeah, it's all about kind of forming these positive, positive, sustainable habits to have a healthier, happier new year and every year ahead. And I, when I even look at my previous self and like the healthy habits that I have now integrated into my everyday it's been like such a slow practice it's like very much like Rome wasn't built in a day and I think together today we can start improving our own individual lives and make really conscious choices of how we want to feel in the new year so with that all being said we want to talk about how to actually integrate healthy habits, better routines into our lives and how to actually make them stick. Because everybody's like, I have this resolution, I have this list, but we should have looked up a percentage. It's probably very low on how many people actually stick to their goals. I think a lot of times when somebody t- tells me they made like a resolution to not eat sugar all year and they never eat sugar, you're like, whoa, you actually stuck to your resolution? That's like kind of crazy. <laughs> Um, but I think actually sticking to a habit or routine and not being, not it being so strict is a much easier, healthier, uh, more sustainable way to go about things. So getting into setting these habits and making them actually stick, I think it's really important to not only set the goal, but determine why you want this in your life or why it's important to you and really think about the purpose and the commitment because I think there's definitely times where we can make these resolutions and they're a bit more from our ego and they're not totally genuine. The first thing that comes to mind is you're going through a breakup and you want to have like your revenge body where like if your ex is your motivation and like you want to like show your this ex person that you like look really hot like that's not going to last once you stop caring about them you know so i think it's like habit forming of being like i want to eat healthier so i feel better or i want to read more because i want to learn more and be more well spoken and i think getting those really reasonings behind your goals is going to help you stick to them and help you be much more conscious and kind of fight for yourself more along the way when you're sitting and you're like, I want to eat healthier because I want to feel better in my body. And you're sitting down and you have two options of having, you know, a Whopper or a salad, you're going to come back to subconsciously that commitment that you made to yourself saying like, no, I want to feel better. So I'm going to eat something healthier as opposed to something that's not going to make me feel good. Whereas if you're your motivation isn't super conscious. I feel like 
you can just get back into that habitual routine, the habitual maybe negative routine, um, as opposed to taking on something that you really um, care about and you've given enough um, thought and commitment to. So I think that's a very important thing to do to get yourself started and set up for success. I agree. I think when you're trying to identify this habit or goal that you're working towards, really understanding the why behind it is important. Not necessarily just doing it for someone else or doing it because that person's doing it. You know, I think you should really want it like for you because it's going to help better you in the long run. Right. And so I think just understanding like this new exercise routine is going to be best for me because I've been trying to like build more muscle or I've been trying to get a little leaner in whatever way, or I've just been trying to become stronger with your balance. Like whatever the goal is, you know, I think it's just doing it for yourself. Building off of that idea of recognizing why you're making this new habit a part of your new year is making a really conscious commitment to yourself and think about how you want to feel when you implement this routine into your life or you take on this new habit or you get rid of a new habit and think about how your life is going to change or how you are going to walk through the world differently once you have set this new routine and I think it's important when you're thinking about what routine or habit you want to set, if it actually is really important to you and if the way that you're living is actually seems fine and if it's a way that you do want to go on. Because if if that part of you, if you being, let's go back to the fitness, for example, because I think that's something that everybody always focuses on. If being stronger or losing extra weight that doesn't make you feel good if if you could think of your next year of not having that like are you gonna feel okay like how does it feel to live the next year without reaching that habit and you kind of think oh well I think I'd actually be fine it's not a big deal then maybe think of something that is more important to you because if you don't actually care about like going to grad school or learning a new language or saving more money whatever it might be, like actually focus on something that you really do care about because you're going to set yourself up for success. And the focus of like feeling of yourself getting to the other side is going to help you to make that commitment to yourself. So this too, like determining your why to like making this conscious commitment to yourself, this is all setting yourself up for success. I think it's so easy to write down on a piece of paper that I want to eat healthier, but okay, like just writing that down piece of paper is a great step, but giving yourself that conscious backup of being like integrating almost into your subconscious, why you're going to make these changes for yourself is going to help you shift your habits and your routine because you're going to have your mindset and your thoughts to back your actions. That's definitely so important in setting habits and goals for yourself, right? You have to genuinely care about it and be passionate and want it and feel the emotion through the struggle, you know? And if you want it, 
you're going to do it. Thinking through these steps, we're at the mindset part. We've set ourselves up for success. We're consciously committed. This is a decision that we're making for ourselves and we know why we want to make it. Now it gets into actually taking the action. Back to that resolution I said you'd write down on the papers, working out more. That is your first step. But say you've made the decision as to why you want to work out more and be in better shape. Just saying, okay, I'm going to start going to the gym seven days a week at 6 a.m. for an hour is a huge commitment to make if you're not already in a fitness routine. So Mm -hmm. it's breaking down these larger goals into smaller steps and to give yourself some grace as you are trying to shift into a new routine because we are human and we are habitual beings. So I think it's really unfair to expect ourselves to make immediate shifts. So instead of saying, I want to apply to grad school next Monday, it's making these smaller steps of writing down, okay, I'm going to research different grad programs. I'm going to look into schools that have these programs. I'm going to sign up for a GRE class or whatever it is. Breaking it down into things that are a lot more tangible is going to, again, set yourself up for more success. And that goes for going to the gym instead of saying, I'm going to go on a run five days a week, say, I'm going to wake up at an earlier time and I'm going to go for a walk for an hour and I'm going to listen to the Love to Hear podcast while I do that. And (laughs) it's just, (laughs) it's making these goals and routines you set for yourself, having patience with yourself when you're doing it and not having these unfair expectations. We're all about setting ourselves up for success and getting us into a place where we're actually going to reach the goal and so that we can like add on and keep building, keep building, keep growing better because there's never been a place in our life where we're going to be the best ever and we have nothing to improve on. I just don't think that's how life works. But if we break down things into these smaller steps, we can just keep kind of like climbing the the staircase into reaching larger and bigger and better and greater goals throughout our life and our time. And as we're talking now, just throughout this next year. It's so important to set attainable goals and habits for yourself because otherwise you're going to, as some examples you gave, you're going to start going to a workout class every single day at this time. And then one day you're not going to do it or you're not going to have the motivation to for some reason and you'll make up excuses. And then you're just going to break the habit and it's going to be way too harder to get back into that. So I definitely agree. I think making sure that you're setting your goals to something that's measurable for yourself and you can actually hold yourself accountable to doing and you know that it's not this huge leap outside of your comfort zone, I think that's definitely better and where you should focus setting your targets for the habits that you're looking to implement into your life. Just making sure that you are keeping yourself accountable to a realistic timeline of things, right? You know, they say 
if you do the same activity or action for a couple weeks or two weeks or so that it becomes a routine for yourself if you do it diligently at you know the same time or whatever but that's not going to be the same for everyone right so I think it's just making sure that you are setting a realistic timeline for yourself and you're not saying hey in two weeks I need to be in my tip-top shape best body ever that's not realistic you know you're never going to be able to get to that but if you continue to do it past that and it becomes a part of your life and your daily routine you know you can keep almost just checking off the box each day that you're doing it and then it's going to become a habit that you don't need to check off then it becomes something that you know you're worrying about when you're not having it incorporated in your day-to-day right I know something for myself now because I work out at least on a good week I work out at least like five times a week I try to you know that's when I don't have to travel or anything like that. And that's when I'm in a really, really good like place with working out. And I think now I worry on days when I can't work out when I normally would or something. I, I think to myself, you know, oh gosh, like if I can't work out at this time, can I work out at that time? Or I start, you know, planning all this workout activity time in my head and it's just like driving me crazy. But you know what, it's, I think it's a good problem to have when you're worrying about when you should be doing something that's good for you. So once you've kind of created a good timeline for yourself and gotten it to become a regular daily habit, you can then be proud of, you know, the habit that you have gone ahead and stuck with now, you know, because you made it attainable and you, did the best that you could and it's very rewarding in that sense when you've been able to kind of set a healthy timeline for yourself yeah and I think that timeline you can integrate those smaller steps that we were talking about into that timeline where as if you're planning a nine-month health plan you can take a smaller step in the first month and say okay like let's work out two days a week this first month and then build up to three days a week once those two days a week become a bit more attainable and easier for you to take on. It's kind of like this timeline and plan can help chart those smaller steps that you're taking so that you can really give yourself that grace and allow yourself to reach goals that are attainable and then feel the like internal success and the pride that you get from reaching a goal and allow that to build further. Because I think it's so easy to get discouraged when you say, okay, this week I'm going to work out seven days a week. And then you don't work out seven days a week because you didn't have the time. It's just a lot of time to work out. It's especially, you know, as I said, if, if that's not a habit that you've had previously, And you're going to discourage and say, I don't need to work out. I'm over this. I'm going to move on because you don't want to set yourself up for failure again. But back to what we're saying, if you have this timeline, like month one, I'm going to work out one day a week. If you say like on Wednesday mornings, you start working out every Wednesday and then you say, wait, this isn't 
so hard. I reached my goal. So let's add on to this goal. Let's also work out on Fridays. And working out obviously isn't the end goal. It's just an easy example that we're using. But um, Mm -hmm. I think like making that plan and making that timeline can really set yourself up for success and to help you really like keep track of your actions. I even, I have this planner that I really like. If anybody's into planners, I need to think of, I need to find out the, the brand of it, but there's a note section. It's a daily planner. And I would write down like meditation, movement, food, and water. So I would write down every day at the end of the day, like how long I meditated for, what I did for my daily workout or movement. If food was kind of like, am I eating clean? And water was if I'm drinking enough water. So I, sometimes I just write like a smiley face or a sad face or I make more specific <laughs> notes. But but just writing those down into my planner that I would have them in front of me every day. And I would look like, oh, it was almost instant gratification because I meditate and I work out in the morning. So I would be able to say like, I meditated for 20 minutes. I did a 45-minute Peloton ride. Just writing that down gave me that validation I needed to want to keep going forward and to wake up in the morning and have something. It's almost like an accountability partner in a sense, that kind of plan timeline and making it tangible by like writing things down and giving yourself that way to kind of give yourself a high five when you actually complete the habit by writing it down and seeing that success. It's almost like that validation that you get when you make a list of stuff and you can check, you can cross the thing off your list. It's kind of like doing that. So that's another thing that I would recommend to do. I think even just keeping track of your progress and in whatever way it may be, right? Some people even use social media for holding themselves accountable with things, you know, taking a picture or it didn't happen type motto, right? But I think that really helps you just keeping track of it and being able to see like how you have been holding yourself accountable. That really, really just puts you in a good mindset to keep at it and keep going, you know, to keep just adding onto that list. Right. And then almost you get to a point where it's like a game and you're addicted to it and you're just, all these wins are coming through because you're keeping at that habit. Right. And then you don't want to break it. So ultimately, you know, keep track of your progress, just stay true to yourself and then it will just become a way of life what you're saying about social media too, that's like back to that accountability Mm -hmm. of having something or someone or whatever to answer to. And I think that's another kind of extra addition to habit setting is having an accountability partner. Even when we've talked about before, we do our daily gratitude voice notes to each other. And as opposed to just sitting down and writing down my what I'm grateful for by myself, having a partner to do it with to remind me in the first place that I need to do it and to have somebody to almost answer to has made that habit be so much more habitual. And when we fall off, we bring us back on track together. So sometimes I might fall off and you'll bring me back on track or sometimes you might fall off and I'll bring you back on track. So it's a bit more of that teamwork mentality of really allowing ourselves to support each other and even though we aren't perfect 
and we aren't consistent every single day, we get back to the routine and we keep falling off and we keep getting back to it. And I think an accountability partner or whatever accountability practice that you want to use can be super helpful. Even if it's just telling people about this goal that you're setting, I think that is a place when your you know, ego can be uh, useful is if you tell people that you're going to do something, you're kind of, I, at least for me, I'm going to want to do it even more because I already told people I'm doing it. So <laughs> it's, it's, it's stuff like, it's stuff like that. But if you are considering a, an accountability partner, make sure it's somebody that you can really rely on and somebody who has also made this conscious commitment as you have and who really thought through this goal and you guys can really have this like thoughtful team mentality together. I agree with speaking something into existence and saying it out loud to other people, then you definitely have to hold (laughs) yourself to it because if you don't, then you just look kind of like a fool because in some ways, because then you're like, okay, why did I share this with everybody if I'm not even doing this? Right. It makes you want to hold yourself accountable, but then also having an accountability buddy like yourself for me has definitely helped me in so many ways, even with gratitude, with the podcast, right? We wouldn't be able to do this without each other. And, you know, some days we might have a lot of passion and others, you might not be as motivated, but we have each other to kind of bring us back and just center into our goal. And our goal is this podcast, right? It's one of our goals. And so I think having each other has made it work so well. We still are very new to this, you know, but we're making it work by being there for each other and showing up. And I think that's what we really have to do with creating these habits, right? Just show up for yourself having something or someone there is going to definitely help you in the long run. And I think making sure that you are really going to go for that habit, like don't speak it out into existence until you really know you're, you're going to do it because then, you know, (laughs) it will, it will come back to haunt you. So no, no. I mean, it's okay to fall off and it's okay to change your mind about your goals, especially when you realize you were making them out of ego, but, or whatever it is, it's okay to change your mind. We won't judge you. Anna might. Anna's very harsh on that. <laughs> No, <laughs> if anything, it just, I think for myself, because then when I've ta- said I would do something in the past and I don't, then I just feel so bad about it. And then, you know, family members will bring it up at a holiday event or something. And you're just like, oh, my God, oh please, no. no. But <laughs> just like with applying with for jobs or something, right? It, you, I know myself, I'm very like, quiet about it until I for sure know I'm gonna get something or something secured because I just I don't know but that that's different it will help you stick to it if you speak it into existence that should be the bottom line if you fall off or something it's not the end of the world but (laughs) I think it's just knowing like what you can and can't do to your best ability for sure and shoot for the stars and know that you're not going to get there tomorrow, that you need to take small steps and be super patient with yourself. I think something that I have done that's kind of set myself up for failure again 
is thinking that I'm going to have instant gratification and that I'm going to work out tomorrow and all of a sudden I'm going to have a six pack and that's just not the way fitness works and that's not the way a lot of things in life work. So staying consistent but knowing that the results are going to show through consistency but not through, you know, one step at a time. It's those steps added together that's going to make for success and really change your life in the long run. So give yourself time and give yourself space and be really realistic with yourself so that you don't get discouraged or you aren't setting yourself up to get discouraged and give yourself some some grace throughout and all of this routine setting and all of this new habit formation whatever you want for yourself in this new year just always be kind to yourself even if you told people that you're going to do something and you don't want to do it anymore realize that that's okay and you are amazing exactly as you are and even if you didn't reach your goal today, you can do it tomorrow. You can do it right now. You can get on a treadmill after this podcast or, you know, make a salad for dinner. It's tiny, tiny steps that add up to massive shifts in your life. And those little pieces of repetition will eventually pay off. Not yeah. through instant gratification, but they will for sure. I agree. And if you've ever wanted to start something new, I think right now is the best time. It's a new month, a new year, and you know, you're going to feel really incredible at the beginning. It's time to just start fresh. And there's so much excitement around just fresh possibilities and, you know, you're energetic and just ready to go. So just try and hopefully this inspires and motivates you to get you in gear and ready to go and just live your best life by setting these goals and habits. The power from reaching your goals will fuel you with the energy that we're looking to live throughout this year, which is the best self energy that we can be. Whoa, best self energy, baby. Just to review the tips that we talked about really quick, just to really sear them into your mind, you need to determine your goal and the purpose behind your goal. You need to make a conscious commitment to yourself. You want to break down your goal into smaller steps and set targets. You want to make a plan and a timeline. And if it sounds good to you, consider an accountability partner let us know your goals. Let us know what you're trying to set if that makes you accountable. We know that you can do this. We know that this year is going to be an incredible year for all of us. And we're going to just keep growing better, faster, stronger, healthier, happier. And we're going to do it together. And that is really something to be excited about. As a little primer for our best self energy, January is the month we're going to be talking about uh, fitness, health, and mindset. So if one of those things or all of those things fall under routines that you're trying to set this year, then look forward in the weeks to come. And we're so excited to be getting better together and to be presenting this year with our best self energy. 
Happy New Year, everyone. And we are so excited that you're here again this year with us, listening to Love to Hear It. And we're ready for a fresh start and are just looking forward to all that's to come this year. Thank you so much for joining. If you enjoyed the episode, we'd love for you to share with a friend or leave a five-star review. Remember to like, comment, and subscribe. We love you and can't wait to see you next week. Boom. Mic drop. We did it. (laughs) That's it. That's our podcast. I'm just kidding.